1: Right, the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar makes our chats with uh, BP possible. I think we've got him on the line. Uh, BP, are you with us? Uh, good morning, gents. Yes, so you have got me. A uh, little fresh after um, a fairly quick-fire match
0: last night. Wow.
1: It passed us very quickly. You would have been wel- uh, welcoming of an early night, just not the sort of result, I'm sure. How long did it take you to think, uh, BP, in your learned uh, mind, that uh, Demonor might have been in big strife against Novak last night?
0: Yeah, I mean, those first handful of games, you thought, OK, he's settling in. We couldn't quite get a read. You know, obviously both players just working their way into the match. And I think when he got the first break of serve in the sixth game of the opening set, Sam, you just felt, uh, well, if, if if he gets the front running here, I mean, really, all, you felt had to take the first set uh, to really uh, build the energy of the crowd and, and, and get that early advantage. But he's such a great front-runner, uh, Djokovic, that you just thought, OK, this is a, is a sense of in, 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 inevitability. I can't even say that word this morning. About the whole situation. Um, and you could just sort of tell us the more rallies were unfolding, um, just, you know, Djokovic's depth, um, he directs the ball so well. I mean, you just... Yeah, you could see Dimonor scampering around the baseline there because, uh, you know, he can go cross-court and then go uh, line off backhand or forehand so comfortably, uh, Djokovic, and he just hits with incredible accuracy. Um, and, you know, even for a guy who's so quick around the court, as Orr is, you know, he just couldn't get to some of these balls. So, yeah, he, he just used every part of the court extremely well and, and it took probably a couple of sets. And I thought he might have adopted this a little earlier, in uh, maybe applying the drop shot and, and getting uh, Djokovic on the run a little bit, getting him moving, which, you know, you've got to take the risk and it doesn't always sit up on the hard court that well. You've got to execute it so precisely. But he didn't really try any of that. And it just I felt it played into Novak's hands, really, because those baseline battles, uh, he wins you know, just about every one of them.
1: BP, I reckon patriotism is alive and well because, you know, for 24 hours leading into that match, we're saying, well, you know, a demon we needs to make him run around and no, do this and,
0: you know, um, do that and, you know, play the lines and test out that hammy. We forget yep. that Novik Djokovic is – one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all
1: time. And you don't dictate to Novak Djokovic. So I, I no. think suddenly we thought he wasn't going to be on the other side of the net and Demon was going to be able to sort of play his own match. Well, he's that good because he doesn't let people do that.
0: No, that, that, that's correct. So when, you were, when we were sort of, uh, you know, analysing going into the match... I mean, and I would have been. Love to be in a fly on the wall with he and uh, you know uh, Adolfo Gutierrez, uh, Leighton, Peter Luchak, all involved in the game plan. Yes, that's the intention. That's what you want to do, uh, and that's what no doubt he had to do and try and do. But Djokovic, you rightly say, Simon, just doesn't allow you to um, uh, to dictate and get everything on your terms. He's so good at just you know pushing you back, uh, just putting you into uncomfortable areas on the tennis court, and. That's how good he is. You're reading the numbers, you know, <laughs> looking at the amount of titles he's won, the amount of matches in Melbourne, he's won. How many Australian Opens, he's won. Uh, he And look, you know, turning the page into the second week as well. I mean, I just watched him come out, Djokovic, and it was like, OK, this is my tournament now. We've had a little warm-up in the first week. This is where I really put the uh, put to the pedal. And, you know, I've never lost a final here, and he's got that look in his eye. From a one-sided affair, the, the 5 set up. Between the the Russian and oh. young the young Dane Rune, I, I thought mm. that was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, brilliant match, uh, absolutely brilliant. I, I'm, you know, I'm a big I'm a Rublev fan because I'd love to see him break through for all the effort that he puts in I and mean, he's just a he's a sea ball hit ball type player, and that's the way he plays. It's worked for him to establish himself in the top ten. I mean, yes, I think we all feel like you know he needs to add a, add some dimensions if he's going to climb higher. I hope he didn't watch last night because he's trying to get past the quarters for the very first time, and now he's going to play Novak Djokovic. So maybe, hopefully he turned the TV off uh, last night. But yeah, I mean, Holger, you know, I've been talking about him. He's going to be a star of the game. He's still a work in progress, but he's, you know, already shown at 19 to get to the top 10, he can mix it with these guys. And, you know, he's Rublev. Uh, He faced what a deficit in that final set um, uh, in the match score and then in the match tiebreak as well. And somehow he jumped off the canvas. Yeah, it was it was at the top of the men's game. It's just quality tennis. I mean, they, it's a physical physical battle. These guys put themselves through the ring and they cover some ground, the athleticism, the quality of shot. Uh, yeah, we're, we're blessed to have a courtside seat to it.
1: For those getting along today, uh, BP, what's catching your eye? A couple of big women's quarterfinals uh, in action from around lunchtime and obviously uh, the night session on Rod Laver as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely, Sam. So I think, you know, certainly... For the women, uh, Rybakina, right I think she's I mean, she's sort of like the little quiet assassin, if you like. Uh, I mean, she's got the huge serve, big forehand. She's got over the fact she was on court 13 at the start of the tournament. Um, today, I think she beats uh, Yelena Ostapenko uh, with that power in the court. And I think she wants to probably prove that she's not just a one-time uh, flash uh, winner of a Grand Slam, that I'm here you know, to contest all the majors and go deep. Uh, Jessica Bagula, Victoria Azarenka is, um, yeah, it's a fascinating matchup today because I think Jessica's the, the best equipped, even though I think Sabalenka is going to take some beating. Jessica, the way she's playing, she's the best equipped seed. But Azarenka at 33, I mean, we know you can't buy experience and she's still got that fierce competitor in her and wanting to maybe win a major 10 years on from when she was a younger player in a different phase of her life. So, I think it's a real danger match for uh, Jess McGullough. That should be a classic um, that could go, you know, certainly three sets.
1: And we probably should quickly point out that Jason Kubler and, and Rinky in are still going in the doubles. Uh, they were terrific
0: yesterday. What a match that was. Uh, big second set tiebreak and then, yeah, powered away in the third. So, yes, we've had obviously, you know, double success the last few years. No single success, apart from Ash, of course, last year. But, you know, we saw obviously an all Australian doubles final. 12 months ago. And yeah, these two coming together, they're just such likable kids, Uh, not kids. Well, Rinky's a lot younger. (laughs) Jason's (laughs) a young, he's a young 29. They're going to do good things in singles this year, but they've made a really good doubles combination. That's, that's a little leg up, Sam, that they get a wild card and they can have a run like this with that crowd just, uh, you know, <laughs> in their back pockets. So, yeah, I think they could, they could go pretty deep. They're a good combination.
1: Really, it is a great time of the tournament because in the men's tonight, in the quarters, you've got Sitsipas uh, in action, uh, quarter past eight, Rod Laver, hopefully anyway, and, and Hutchinov. And the great story that he's, um, that he's young Seb Quarter out of the US uh, and the other side uh, at two o'clock as well. So some big matches in the men's as well, BP.
0: Yeah, Quarter Hutchinov, I think that's, that's that should be a beauty. I mean, You know, know, we've been talking about Seb Korda and the way he moves, the way he strikes the ball, uh, the way he gets into the net. He's he's going to be a world-class player. But hachinov has got a point to prove, you know, because he was inside the top 10 before Rublev and Medvedev and then Karatsev had that great run two years ago. He was sort of the forgotten player from his country. And I think he's wanted to prove to everyone that I can get back towards the top 10. I mean, he obviously had that win against Kyrgios at the US Open last year when to make the semis. So he's always had a big game. So, yeah, really small margins, I think, in that one. And, and Sitsi Pass, yeah, I think the favourite tonight to bring the fairy tale run of uh, Yuri Lehechka to an end.
1: BP, love it. Appreciate your time again this morning, mate. Enjoy the day.
0: Pleasure. Thank you, guys.